Heretics and Hierophants. Today, uh, we're fucking doing another podcast. Or the first one. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if that other one comes out or not. It's to kind be, of a test round. To be determined. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, my name is Edward. Uh, this here is Trent. What's up, peeps? And then uh, we also have Josh. Yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, this time we actually came prepared, because our last session, like I was saying, we kind of just went for it to see, like, how it came out. We might put it up or not, you know. Patreon stretch goal, 10 million bucks, we'll put it up. But <laughs> That's asking a lot for 10 million. Yeah, <laughs> for 10 million. Yeah, be fair, like, we would have to scrape at least 100,000 million, because that's totally a real number. <laughs> But this time we actually came prepared with some stuff. We spent the past, I don't know, it's been a little over, like, a couple weeks setting up, like, getting a, getting a theme, I guess. Uh, we just looked up some stuff that we thought would be interesting, a story, and I think, in general, like, because we, we were a little loose with it, but did everyone go with Urban Legends? Yeah. 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 Okay, so we should be good on that. Uh, so I guess it's our, an Urban Legends episode, one of which will probably be, like, every other one, because... Urban legends are numerous. Facts. But, uh, there's a lot of them that go around. Honestly, and there's just so many in Ohio in general. If you really got down to detail and went out and studied, you'd realize that most of Ohio is haunted. And this is why we have majority of the most haunted houses in Ohio. Well, I mean, look at the meme that's erupted from Ohio over like the last year. Ohio is like... You can't have shit in Ohio. Or, or, like, you'll see images of an eldritch horror just floating through the sky <laughs> in Ohio. Oh, the, just... the greatest... <laughs> I, I love it because it makes it feel like like we just walk outside and next door there's just our neighbor getting the mail. He's Cthulhu. He's wearing a fucking, uh, like, a bathrobe. Or and just fed up at his bills. The, the one that uh, Walmart workers like the most is Pyramid Head walk, walking out of the store on break with the Walmart vest on and his... <laughs> His sword behind. I don't, think, I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> that, that's not a real one, but I'd like to imagine that, like... You own Photoshop, make it real. <laughs> no, honestly. And what people don't understand about Ohio is Ohio has only three different weather types. Silent Hill, <laughs> Foggy-Ass Parma, or Sunny and then Destroy Our Humans. Pretty much. It, it, it doesn't get any... It we get stay one nice. nice day every ten years, and uh, we use it for ritual sacrifice to the Dark Lords. So, you know, it's kind of booked every time it comes around, so... Ohio would be so cloudy that I'd be thinking I live in Alaska. But no, I'm happy you brought up how many, like, urban legends and hauntings there are in Ohio. Because specifically, like, I was looking it up before, uh, after we talked about this, to see what's around our area. Now, I didn't want to do something from around here, but I wanted to see what urban legends we had. And I found this website that was like urban legends in different places. And it's like, uh, it's got the breakdown of different, you know, uh, Akron, this or that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going through and it's like, this one has one, this one has two. Then I checked where we are specifically, which I'm not going to give the exact place. Right. And there's like 10. And I'm just <laughs> like, well, shit. That moment when we have more urban legends... Then we have celebrities coming out of here. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we have a single celebrity that has ever come out of where we live, except for. I apparently I don't know if this is true, which I don't know. It's up to us if we want to claim him. Y and W Melly. 
Uh, well, his his, his family from is from here. So, he did go to school here for a little bit, but that was before he was, like... I didn't even know that. I th- That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, we do have one celebrity that came out of the city. Uh, MGK? No. <laughs> I'm like, no. it's MGK. No, no. I was going to say Chad Salida, the drummer. Ch- yeah, Chad Salida, Breaking, Breaking Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. His mother was actually my music teacher. Same, same. Music oh, great theory. woman, great people. Shout out to Miss Schliga. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Schliga, man. You had the, gra- yeah, the greatest music taste. All these five taste. listeners going to really... <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like Breaking Benjamin, you're cool with me, okay? And that's like basic mainstream start out emo music. Mm-hmm. But I found an explanation as well for why uh, Ohio has so much like weird paranormal activity. Yes. Uh, and what it is, uh, the explanation... There, apparently Ohio was the world's largest uh, accumulation, it had the world's largest accumulation of geological architecture, uh, which is mounds, spiritual mounds, Hmm. um, if you know what mounds are. And apparently, we just paved over all that shit. (laughs) Like, everyone's so casual about hauntings around here, and then they try to act like, oh, no, we're not that weird of a place. Yeah, the memes fit. Like, they really should have had more. Because the only stereotypes for Ohio were like, oh, they like sports. No, everyone's haunted, and we just haven't been recognizing it till recently. <laughs> I mean, right. honestly, he's right. You don't know how many friend groups I walked into, and they're like, hey, let's play with a Ouija board. Like, you probably had at least three bodies in this house. This house is from 1983, bro. Like, (laughs) I'll give a little personal story, and then we can uh, get on to our own stories about things. But uh, I used to live in a house a little while ago that it was weird because we knew it was haunted. My mom would always hear kids playing when we weren't home, shit like that. Like, there was always banging and, like, footsteps that... Even as a kid, I remember, like, back then being like, oh, there's definitely other people in the house. I was home alone. Like, you know, it just happened all the time, and we were all casual about it. We moved out. Everything moved on. You know, life goes, life goes. And then we find out later down the road that the person who lived there before we had moved into that house was a suspect in child murder. Hmm. And that's fucked up. But then my dad just brings up, he's like, oh... You know, there's a spot in the basement that weirdly was just kind of paved over. Like, you could tell the cement was a lot newer than the rest of the basement. I always just thought there was plumbing work or something. But it was weird because it was just one little chunk in the corner that was, like, oddball. It wasn't, like, a clear-cut, like, rectangle or anything. It was like someone just dug it up and paved back over it. Hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, that's something that you probably should have drawn something from sooner. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's a damn good chance that there's just a kid under there. And and we moved out. Years later, we're looking on the news, because this was in the ghetto, and uh, that same house ended up on a news report for rundown homes outside of Cleveland. Like, <laughs> middle of the ghetto. Um, this is not relevant to the story, but it was so hilarious watching my mom, like, watching that report. Because they went to a house down the street, they're like, this man used a Coke bottle to fill in a hole that was in his wall, and she's just screaming out like, I know that guy! Yeah, he was crazy! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's right, so, wild. 
who wants to go first on their urban legend? I, I kind of want to go first just to get mine out of the way. Go ahead. Um, because only because so, mine is an urban legend. It's been around for a while, but there's not a whole lot that you can dig from it. That's why I wanted to take the extra time to look into it more because it's like, I mean it. I don't know. I'll explain it to you. You guys can tell me how you feel about it. Totally the reason that we postponed this was so that you... It, it's not the full reason, but that's why I kept looking more and more into mine, just because I was like... I you had the time. I yeah. yeah. Um. So, this is a Japanese urban legend. Oh, mother... It, I it's guarantee you it's different than yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you. Um. So, this urban legend is known as Kuchisake Ona, also known as... The slit-mouthed woman. Oh, oh yeah. wait! You shit. really thought I wasn't about to look up the slit? I didn't, but like, <laughs> we were very close to an intersection there. Yeah, no, I, I, I had a feeling this wouldn't be something you'd go with. I had a feeling it'd be in the ballpark, but you're... oh yeah, I'm, I'm a weirdo. So <laughs> okay, so uh, Kuchisaki Ona is a ghost legend that crosses over into the realm of urban legend and may have some bases in fact. So this is kind of interesting, kind of not. I mean, it's like a short story, but it is kind of creepy if you think about it. This one was actually brought up in an anime I watched like two weeks ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which is so great. So the original story of Kuchisaki on it. Also, before I go on, my uh, the source that I have is... Mask of Reason WordPress.com. So if you have any issues and you're like, that's not true, blame them. Don't blame me. I'm just doing research. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the original story of Kuchisaki on it comes from the Heian period. So I looked it up. I think that's like 784 to 1185. Like, that is. That's a long dynasty, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's also an old legend yes i always thought that the slit mouth woman was like a within the past 90 years kind of thing yeah so well the the story originates from there right but for some reason it blew up in like the 1970s for whatever reason 70s was what so um Roughly 1,200, 800 years ago, so there you go, a beautiful woman, either wife or concubine, to a samurai was extraordinarily vain. She cheated on the samurai. As when, bitches do. Right, right? <laughs> when he discovered her treachery, he slit open her mouth from ear to ear, giving her a Glasgow smile, Ed, one of Ed's favorite things. <laughs> and he asked her, who will think you are beautiful now? That's a quite the villain origin story if i do say so and then the joker came along also researching this too was kind of difficult because like there was movies about this woman and she's the villain character so it's kind of it's like one of those conjuring things going on it's like you can't you can't find the original source stuff because everything wants to talk about the movies which butchered the original exactly yes yeah um so yeah, yeah. Then he asked her, who will think you're beautiful now? While the, or, or while the original tale is clearly a cautionary story to remain faithful, right? Uh, the story takes a creepy turn when the ghost of the Kuchisaki Ona began appearing in Japan in the 1970s. Mm. And then it became a story about not cutting your wife's face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the I story. <laughs> yeah, right exactly common sense I don't know, the past it was like a totally different time dude yeah. it's just like driving like <laughs> common sense 
The story goes that a woman would appear to people traveling alone at night. The woman wore a surgical mask, not terribly uncommon in Japan, of course. They're very uh, big on yeah. personal safety and shit like that, so. It's, this is just how the uh, most, the oldest iteration that we got goes, mm-hmm. or, okay. Uh, that, that I can, this is, I think this is just the story, like, it this was, how it's perpetuated. it was a, uh, a traditional cautionary tale in okay, the so Heian period. The- Cautionary tale, like the traditional, into turning it in. Yes, yes. Um. So she would wear a surgical mask, and she would approach people in the middle of the night that are traveling alone, and she would ask travelers if they thought that she was pretty. I remember this. And this came off, if you're Japanese, as watashi kirai, like, am I looking good? You know, Mm -hmm. drip fit. Like, yeah. How am I? And they'd be like, she shows up, gold chain, <laughs> <laughs> new Nikes. Now, if they said nah, like no, you ain't bussin', you ain't on shit, she would kill them immediately. Mm-hmm. Or at least, at the very least, she would give them the same Glasgow smile that she has. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually with a long pair of scissors, just to make things even worse. <laughs> oh, God, that's brutal. Right. <laughs> Which makes it, like, more of a modern feel to it with, first mm-hmm. of all, the mask and the scissors. Like, because I assume she was caught with, like, a knife in the air. How old are scissors? Like, that that's the question I'm wondering. Okay, not important. Go that's on. a good question, though. <laughs> if the hapless victim said, yeah, you are busting on fleet, one million percent, she would remove the mask and ask again, how about now? Kore demo. Revealing her bloody gaping wounds. So... Then you'd see the Glasgow smile, and then you'd really have to, you know, at that point, consider your, reconsider your life choices. So, <laughs> if the person said no at this point a second time, again, she would kill them, <laughs> slashing open their mouth. Of course. If, however, the person said yes again, they would still not be safe. <laughs> because at this point... They would get the loosest blowjob of their life. <laughs> <laughs> at this point... She would follow them home and then kill them right before they enter their house. So, so rude. <laughs> the only way to survive the encounter with the slit mouth woman is to answer yes the first time and the second time say, eh, or you're just average. Apparently that was the way you got around it. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> like, eh, it's not that bad, but like, yeah, I like you as a friend. <laughs> This answer caused the Kuchisaki Ona to pause and ponder the response. You know, like, damn, like, do I gotta look up something? You think after the first couple, she'd catch on and be like, no, wait, this is what the last bastard did. <laughs> Unless she's just sitting there like, man. No maybe, loose blowjob for you. <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe I should really look up a few YouTube tutorials and, like, get yeah. some makeup going. Like, who knows? But she would ponder the response, giving the victim chance to escape. Without this distraction, the victim cannot escape. The ghost, as she simply reappears before them if they try to run. As mentioned, the, Kukis- the Kuchisaki Ona began making steady appearances in the 1970s. And in 1979, this is when the, the IRL, the real life portion, comes in. She was, uh, and in 1979, she was supposedly chasing children. Surprisingly enough, there is some basis for this. In 2007, a coroner found records that in the late 1970s, there was a woman who chased children 
She was struck by a truck, or she was struck by a car, sorry, uh, and it killed her while in the midst of such a chase. And she she also had a torn mouth, similar to the story. This woman was likely the cause of the panic in the late 70s. So was her face torn when she was chasing them, or did it get, like, torn up in the car crash? Uh, they question. That... I'm assuming they were able to deduce that she had a slashed up face before it. No, did you know that they tried to model, model, they tried to make this more modern by adding Bloody Mary into the mix? I heard about that, but I didn't look into it because Bloody Mary is a whole nother thing on her own. They tried to make the same person in a movie. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, that's. Which to me was kind of like, they're not similar. No, they're not. One of them appears if you say their name three times in the mirror in the dark with no lights on. And the other one chases fucking children. <laughs> 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 so summon her, instead of saying Bloody, Mir- or Bloody Mary, you look into the mirror and you repeat three times, Cheating whore! <laughs> Cheating whore! Nigga, I'm just saying Beetlejuice. <laughs> right, right? Say that five times, have the time of your life. Man, oh God. <laughs> so... The legend, however, has not died. It resurfaced in the early 2000s, which is the Bloody Mary thing that you were tying it to. Yep. And it still is prevalent today. Though the means of escape is now telling the ghost you have a previous appointment to attend to. Mm. Huh. <laughs> At which point, she'll excuse her poor manners in the part. <laughs> so she may be a whore, but shit, if you got an appointment, hey, you know what? My bad. I'll, le- I'll let you go. <laughs> so, yeah, she's got an appointment with one of her whore clients. No, no, no. You say that you to her. You got an appointment. You have oh, an appointment. you have an appointment to... Ah, got you. Yeah. She's just really nice if you if you get to know her. <laughs> <laughs> the She's legend. a beautiful personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she probably thinks so anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. The legend has even spread to South Korea, where she appears with a blood-red face mask. Okay. So, the story has been used for a basis... For, uh, yeah, it's... Used as a basis for a number of manga and novels, which isn't surprising. This is yeah. Japan. They'll make a story out of anything they got. Excellent. As well as a series of J-horror films. The Kuchisaki Ona is often mixed with the Yuri, depicted with a similar long black hair, which conceals her horrible smile. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives me like a, a Sadako thing. I just imagine her like... COVID hits, she's leaned around a corner wringing her hands. <laughs> like, no one's gonna suspect shit now. These masks are normal. Man, no, it did The COVID hit, she was like, man, this is my time to shine. Business about to be booming. No one even found out about the murders because no one was outside to witness them. Yes, no. they were all in quarantine. I mean, Japan and China had it way worse than we did. Oh, yeah. Well, that the thing was, is like, Japan recovered pretty quickly. Uh, like, so they got it the early, earlier than we did. Yeah. But then, which is funny because I had friends that were in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one of them had lived there. One was from South Korea and the other one was from Australia. And they were in Japan in like that March. Yeah. The week that COVID hit. Yeah. And they immediately left. Well, my friend Tecker is the Australian. He had to sit out there and he was quarantined for like two weeks in Japan. Damn. When he, he was supposed to be leaving like. Two weeks earlier, he was like, this fucking blows. I'm just stuck in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, um, no, yeah. So, but yeah, and they, they bounced back rather quickly, but then they kind of fell back into it again. But, you know, that's basically really, like I said, I tried digging. That's all they really have on the Kuchisaki Ona. Like, there's not a lot on her, which is weird. Thanks for, like, I'm thinking thanks to the movie. 
I'm obviously I'm thinking there's a lot more original stuff that probably just got watered yeah, it's down. It's probably and... had like because everywhere you go, they probably had their own little take on it. So mm-hmm. each place probably had like, oh, in this one she has red hair, or in this one she break dances when you run into her. I don't know, just whatever the hell the people in that area thought were scary. See, the break dancing one is just a retirement home. I don't know why. <laughs> when when I think of the Kuchisaki Yona, I think of I forget what the fuck they're called, but in the Philippines they have an urban legend of like. It popped off the last few years. There's like last year and the year before that, and even the year before that. Apparently, Otis legend. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> this is a really short like tad because I, I don't know a lot about it. If I can, maybe I'll look into it for like the next one that we do this. But uh, apparently, people in the Philippines were reporting like random knocks on their door, like in the middle of the night, and like it's so down to to the point where it's like they someone would be knocking and. They would, like, open the door as quickly as they can. And nothing there. Like, they're very clearly just standing, like, right... Like, five feet away from their door. Just, like, filming it. And there's, like, glass you can see through the door. And there's just loud-ass knocks coming through. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And they just snatch the door open. There's no one on the other side. And there were reports of this all over the Philippines the last few years. And people are like, we don't know what's happening. I do have a question. Like it said, if you answer yes and then eh, you get away. But if, okay, but if you answer like no, then, you know, you're screwed. If you answer yes both times, you're screwed. What if you just don't answer? Like if you She'll just, keep appearing in front of you. It's, it says be, if you if you try to get away from her and you don't answer, she's just going to keep what, what if you... What if you just start screaming at her? Like, what if you I'm just... just I feel like she'll probably just kill you. <laughs> if she's got manners, like, what if you just leave with, I have an appointment right now, and just keep walking instead of saying yes the first time? Like... See, now that it doesn't specify on. I don't know. If you just off-rip go, I'm sorry, I have an appointment that I have I, to... I think I'm going to go yeah. by the rule book if I run into her and wait until the second one. I don't yeah, think I'm going to take the risk of just dodging completely. Yeah, do you think I'm beautiful? Yes. It's like a frame perfect. Yeah, how movie. about now? Eh, I, I'd like to indulge you, but I I have some business. So I have to attend you. Okay, fair enough. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the Kuchisaki Ona. She's yeah. interesting. Late at night, you will be approached by Joker from, from oh. the Batman movies, and he will ask you, am I pretty? <laughs> well, I mean, depending on which Joker it is. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so Trent, do you want to go next, or should I go next? Because I have another Japanese one if we want to keep on theme. Actually, mine is actually Ohio theme. Really? So yes. maybe we should end on the Ohio one. Yeah. You nice. know what? Actually, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Um, I'm going to use the restroom. Keep, uh, I was going to say, I'll be listening. <laughs> so you you, you, I, oh, you're you're going to be going. listening right. from the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> I mean, let me find out my loss of that then. No, you know what? No. Um, here. You can just recap me. I don't care. Just pause it and we'll... Uh... But yeah, I feel like... Because mine didn't have a lot, but I still really wanted to do this one. So it's going to be pretty short, I feel like. Okay. Um, but it is basically... Uh, it is about the Shikiri, uh, which is a type of Naparabu. Now, I'm going to say what the Naparabu is and tell the story of that. So that I can go into, because there's really hardly shit about either of these, so I'm kind of just going to use both of them. Mm. Um, a Naparabu is a type, well, Naparabu, it's an O, but it's a type of Japanese ghost, and there's two stories from that. 
that show a common theme with how it works. Um, the first story goes that a man was fishing in a lake. And then from the lake, a beautiful woman came out. And this is where I feel like it kind of intersects with yours. Like, I feel like I'm building off of yours to give this story. <laughs> like, yours was perfect to give before I gave mine, because it feels like it's adding on to something rather than just being standalone and shitty. I think that's also just, like, a trend for the Japanese. Is like, Japan has some of the most wild urban legends you'll ever hear. Like, and they're actually, some of them are actually fucking horrifying. I like... Mean- just think about the suicide forest. Yeah. But no, no, keep up on this. It is, it is similar as hell. Um, in fact, it might have had the same source material now that I'm thinking about it. Because uh, she approached the man and she asked him, like, am I beautiful? What have you? Same oh, deal. Like, it yeah. is the same thing. But what ended up happening uh, after he answered uh, different stories, different answers, what have you, but she wiped her hand across from her forehead down her face explained what happened to his wife and she said oh kind of like this and then she erased her face same thing oh, shit. uh that's wild yo <laughs> and that's pretty much where the story ends and uh so uh, the second story of anaparabu uh the second common tale is a man is walking down the street uh he's on his way to work or he's coming home from work or whatever but he comes across a woman on the road and the same kind of deal happens. He speaks to her conversation, and then she wipes away her face. He runs away, terrified, as you do when someone erases their face. And he goes to a food vendor once he gets hungry, because he's been running for a while. He sits down, he gets his food, and the food vendor asks him, Why do you look so stressed? Why do you look so scared? And so he recounts the story to this food vendor, and same as the wife... Oh, like this, erases face. <laughs> what the hell? And so we see a common theme here with the Naparabu, which is that not only do they approach you and, you know, scare you, they're mostly harmless. They don't kill you like, like yours does. But they will imitate loved ones, they'll imitate random people, and they'll continue to appear. <laughs> and we don't know if after these stories it continues to haunt the person or if it's just trying to get that second gag in. Just like, ah, oh, I got you twice. <laughs> All right, I'm on my way. It's a, it could be one or the other. Who really knows? Truly a... Uh, but that's a Naparabu, a faceless government. A legend of mischief, I guess. Uh, they're sometimes associated with people who died in the area or what have you. You know, they're, they're yokai. Uh, they... They are Japanese ghosts, and they like fucking with people. But what I really wanted to talk about was the shikiri, which is a type of Navarabo. Okay. Um, the story of the shikiri goes that a samurai was walking down a road on a long journey to Kyoto. Uh, he was approached by a man 
who waved him down, yelling out, Excuse me, sir, if I could have a moment of your time, what have you. He stops, turns to pay attention to the man, and when he turns, he notices the man uh, has no face. Oof. You know, no swipe away like the other Nosferatu. Right. But he is absolutely horrified, but unlike in the other stories, he stays. Now, I found this important because it brings me to something that I was thinking about the Nosferatu in general. He stays and continues to watch what he does next. And he's absolutely terrified. And the man completely derobes, completely naked, turns around, bends over, and spreads his ass cheeks at the samurai. What? Whoa, dead ass? <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is what... This is the Shakiri. Okay. He plays by different rules! Man. <laughs> and instead of an asshole, he has an eyeball. What? So it, and he just stares directly into the samurai's eyes. And it ends there. That's the end of the story. It bothers like, me that I could imagine this. Yeah. <laughs> it, but here's what I was thinking. Because you got the story of the Naparabu, and they reappear as the man's wife or the food vendor after they run away. What I'm wondering is, do they continue to haunt them? Or are all Naparabu just Shakiri, but no one stuck around to see the butthole eyeball? <laughs> and like, like, dude, like, dude's wife immediately was like, like this, wipes away face, rips off guns, <laughs> leans over, looks him in the eye. <laughs> Wait, is this what you want? <laughs> That's... Come get some, baby. Definitely out of left field. And I have been trying one. to find, like, different shit about this legend, but it is pretty much only directly referenced the Shakiri. Like, the Naparabu is just kind of in the background of Legends a lot. Uh, the Shakiri showed up once in an anime, which is weird as hell, but aside from that, it is only ever listed in some old scrolls, like one time. You know what it, this reminds me of that I think about it? Especially the Kuchisaki Ona, the one that I read. There's a, a game that came out last year? I think it was last year, the year before that, called Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh-huh. And they have, like... It's a bunch of yokai that were, those are the enemies in the game. And one of them is like, it's this woman with like a nice, like business casual outfit on with, I think like a skirt. I can't remember, but she has a big ass pair of scissors mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's the Kuchisaki Ona. There's her. They have like a yokai schoolgirls based off of some like urban legend out there. There's a lot. They have like. Little cats that have shots. Actually, look up the game. <laughs> it's that's the. It's called Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, just, no, I'm just saying, look it up and look up Naparabu. It's a N O P P Arabu, and Arabu. Uh, <laughs> I think you could get it. <laughs> um, I want to see if they had that as part of it, but I, I, I really have to wonder because in each story they like reappear after the fact to make sure they interact with the man and. But then the story ends, and I'd like to think that, first of all, just assume it's all true. Assume all of this stuff happened at one point or another, mm. both the Shakiri and the Naparabu. I would like to assume that the reason the story abruptly cuts off after the second person wiped their face is because from there, the person telling the story was just like, and then I left. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> else happened. Because, <laughs> I mean, imagine... Lead it, like, going into that, and then ending the story with, and then he leaned over and spread his shit. Like, for the samurai, it's like, that's all that happened. That's all there is to say. But for anyone else, it's like, 
they had this whole build-up event, and once you get to that point in the story where you're on the second encounter, it almost feels anticlimactic to be like, and then they showed me their butthole. Video <laughs> did ass. I, had, I think I also have a bonus, bonus legend. Oh. Bonus, bonus. Another really short one. Oh, shit. So both of these also really remind me of a... Fucking weeb. I've seen, I've seen a, like, a video, you know, like on those channels, like, I watched, like, two of them on YouTube. There's, like, one that's called Nuke's Top 5. It's all about, like, ghost shit, basically. And there's an urban legend. There's some freeway in Japan where some girl, I don't know, I forget, like, the story of how she got there, but she was walking down the freeway, and she got hit. And she died on the side of the highway, or whatever. Damn. And there was some cab driver and you can find a video of this there's several different cat like it's literally like cab cameras from like the angle of like the front driver's seat where yeah. the cab driver is um apparently cab drivers regale like of them pulling over on like late like rainy nights and shit like that yeah and they're picking up someone on the side of the highway and a girl gets in the back seat and like i said they have this on camera whether well, obviously most likely fakes most of them but like, they'll deadass, a girl will get into a cab, and they'll be driving. And, like, as the camera is focused on them, they're just sitting there in the back. And there's no audio, but the cab driver says, like, oh, they ask where you want to go. The girl will tell them this place, whatever. And on the way there, like, just silence. They're driving, they'll look up in the back. The girl's there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think there's, like, two different ways that the story goes. It's like, They'll arrive at the destination and they'll look. And as they're looking up, they won't see anybody in the back seat, but they'll hear the door open like someone's getting out and then close. Or like they'll look, they'll look up and they won't see the girl back there at all. But no one will get out of the car either. And they're like, but I picked someone up. Like what happened? Like, oh, I was on the freeway. And, like, because this is a story I've heard in a few places where someone's in a car, they're driving a cab, they're like, oh, where to? Oh, yeah, just up ahead. And then the person will randomly say something like, you know, I died on this road, and then just vanish. There's, some shit like there's that. been, like, some stuff like that, too. But also, the one thing that I think that I remember from this one is they can specifically, like, they can recall the feeling of, like, someone in the back seat staring at them, like, just directly at the back of their, like, they could just feel like... But they, I mean, they're cab drivers. They're also on immense amounts of drugs to keep themselves driving constantly. True. But I also I also feel like if that's true and they're being stared at, then they would, like, make a big deal out of it. Like, why are you going to stare at me? <laughs> like, I... These they're are... probably used to being stared at. Also, around drunk people. Well, also... Well, you got to remember, these are... These are Japanese cab drivers. Yeah. Japanese... It doesn't matter how like how big of an asshole you are in Japan. For the most part, everyone's pretty formal. Yeah. They kind of like keep to themselves, whatever. Even if they are fucking drunk, they're not gonna sit there and be like, "Hey, how was your night tonight, buddy?" Blah blah. Like, no, that's an American. Yeah, yeah. They're just gonna be like, <laughs> "Shut the fuck up. You're drunk. Go home. Then be an idiot." <laughs> like, I don't know you, therefore I fucking hate you, and you hate me. We both recognize this. Let's just get this over with. I get paid. Exactly. Like, so, like, there's no real interaction there. So, it's like, they'll ask you, hey, where do you want to go? Okay, take me here. I have Silence. a um, So, there isn't a lot. Uh, so, the Naparabu story, faceless person. That's pretty much all there is to it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I would like to bring up a different faceless story Ooh. that I feel like I would like to match in and just headcanon is an upper abbot. Well, before you do that, I want to tell one and then you can go on because I'm not going to Helltown yet. Okay, then. Okay. Ooh. Uh, so, we're all talking about urban legends, but I want to take a notice on serial killers because honestly, there's a lot of serial killers in Ohio besides Jeffrey Dahmer that people don't acknowledge. So, I just wanted to go down the list. People don't acknowledge Jeffrey Dahmer? I said besides Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, you mean the other people aren't acknowledged? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I'm, I'm just going to go down the list and then I'm going to tell you who really interests me out of all of them. So, there was Edward Edward. I don't know if any of you guys heard of them, but he is... I mean, anybody who has a first name and their last name already has bad luck, in my opinion. Like, Edward, I have never Edward. met like, anybody like you that. already know their parents hated them. Yeah, if you can't decide another name besides the last name, bro. I wonder what his middle name was. Was it just uh, Edward, Ed, Edward? Edward, Edward, Edward. <laughs> Edward. Ed, Ed, Ed. <laughs> well, Ed, Edward, Edward grew up in Akron in the 1930s and before moving to Do Dolly Town from 1974 to 1978. I feel like I butchered that name, but if you're not from Ohio... You don't care. <laughs> Police said Edwards killed... Ohio, I don't care. No, that ass. Police said Edwards killed Williams Billy Lafaco, 21, of Doyletown, and his girlfriend Judith Straub, 18, of Sterling, in August 1977, according to News 5 media partners of Akron Beacon Journal, whatever. He was also found guilty of killing two people in Wisconsin and admitted to killing his stepson, Daniel Edwards, in Geohawka County. Mm. We all know about Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm not even going to acknowledge him. What I really wanted to talk about is Anthony Sowell. I feel like you guys remember this because this was at least in the last 10 years, so kind of recent, you know? That's, I think, I, I think... Let's assume I know absolutely nothing. Just for the sake of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally have knowledge. Alright, so, Cleveland murder. Cleveland police were investigating a rape case in October 2009 when they searched Anthony Solwell's house and discovered two bodies. They eventually uncovered the remains of 11 women. Now, I, I just listened to a podcast about this guy last week. I literally remember watching this. Why is it that you're just tied into everything everyone else is doing? I just, because, listen, you gotta be on the grind, Ed. That's all you got, like, I listen, you know I listen to podcasts about this shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> and true crime is, like, my top tier, like, I need to know, because at least everybody has walked past a serial killer and did not know. Because I believe this is the guy that, I'm not gonna say anything else, but I believe this is the guy that they suspected he killed, like, up to 30 to 40 some women or something no, like that. No, 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 that is not at all. I, I swear this is, I don't know. But I did hear about this guy last week. Ne I know it was him. Next, uh, next recording. Next recording. <laughs> I don't have anything to go into about him. No, yeah, I yeah, just... <laughs> well, you will by next time. <laughs> so, Anthony Solwell, the whole thing that was crazy about him, besides the fact that, you know, originally they were looking on a rape charge and then uncovered 11 bodies. The process of them uncovering the bodies is what killed me. Because first, I believe they found a couple bodies in his basement, and then they found bodies in his backyard after they found the bodies in his basement. And this man was 
a resident in Cleveland for a very long time before this happened. Um, he actually died in prison, so nobody has to worry about sending him death threats. But <laughs> all of his victims were female and occasionally mostly African American. And I thought it was just really fucked up that this man gone so long with murdering all these females and did not get caught until a rape charge came in. Hmm. I, I mean... But then again, it's Cleveland police, they're corrupted. But what can you do? Uh, well, living in Ohio, I'm not that shocked. I just... They, I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to say anything explicit regarding our law enforcement, but uh, I think we can all agree that uh, maybe maybe it could be better. It can be. Now, what people don't really know about Ohio is that Samuel Little was also once a resident of Ohio, so he technically counts. But he has the most body count when it comes to anybody from Ohio or who have Oh, he's quite the player, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's quite the whore in the wrong ways. Um, (laughs) Samuel Little actually confessed to killing 93 women. 93 between the years of 1970 and 2005. He wasn't convicted until 2014. I think I'm prepared to say our law enforcement needs to be better rather than could be. Jeez, 93 women? And what kills me is these are the serial killers that are in the past. Nobody acknowledged about the killers that are going out doing now or even if they killed one person and got away with it. You walked past them Mm. on the street and you probably never knew. And that was one thing I wanted to say. Before I start my urban legend, which my urban legend is actually about Helltown. If anybody knows about Helltown, all right. I love I Helltown. Mean, I've, Helltown I've is that—that's the the closest thing to Silent Hill you're gonna get. Honestly, yeah. Everybody wants to go to Gore Orphanage, but everybody How knows. How far away is Helltown? Helltown. I think it's like an hour or so away. It's yeah. not super far. I mean, honestly, anything in Ohio is no more than three hours away. Yeah. So I'm thinking road trip. Oh, I'm always down. I'd go. I haven't even been to Gore Orphanage. My girlfriend and I always want to go, but we never go. I haven't been to Gore Orphanage. I've been on Gore Orphanage Road, and the one time I went on Gore Orphanage Road, all everyone in the car's cell phones just lost signal, and for only the time when we were on the road, this is the weirdest part. The moon was red, like a harvest moon. And then, like, and I wish there was more to that story, but we just drove down the road. Everyone's phones just cut. We saw a sign saying, disabled children crossing. (laughs) Which is, like, it was just a street sign. Like, yeah. The moon was red. All of us were sitting there like, the fuck? Like, major sketch vibes. Like, major someone's watching us vibes. And then we turned off the road, and as soon as we turn off the road, everything goes back to normal. I believe it. I believe it. Gore Orphanage got some sketchy vibes. Plus, that's close to Salem, and, uh... Major racist vibes down there. For real that... <laughs> Racism, yeah. That is a sundown town. Ohio! Yeah. And if you guys don't South know what north. a sundown town is, it's pretty much a town you should not be black in after nighttime. Yeah. 
Yeah. Me, I am the fully black person here, so <laughs> that is one place I avoid, because I definitely drive alone majority of the time. Don't worry, I'll go out for beer after the sun goes down. Man, I'm going to have you in the passenger seat doing everything that I The don't passenger do. seat? Hell no, you're going to be in the back seat, and if we get pulled over, you cover up with a blanket, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going in the trunk at that point. If, if it's nighttime and we're in Salem, I'm in the trunk, dude. I'm hiding. They are not going to know that you are with me. Hell hell no, you're, you're smuggled goods at that point. <laughs> Yo, dead ass. You better transport me like I'm about to cross the border. Are you driving? They pull me over, just pull up the full light. Hello, officer! What can I do you for? <laughs> so back to Helltown. Helltown yes. is named perfectly fitting its legend. Known for mis- murderous Satanists and toxic chemical spills. Oh, dude, Nestled in the Cogahoe Valley in Ohio, there sits a airy desert place regarded by locals as Helltown. No people live in the area currently. As the year 2022, you know. It's almost 2023, so... Gotta acknowledge what year it is. But there are still remnants of the lives of former residents left behind. The whole town is surrounded by hazardous roads that seemingly lead to nowhere. Locals believe that this was done to confuse any wandering explorers. But the Helltown Church seemed to inspire the town's ominous name. Now, the whole thing that really kills me about Helltown is... The cult mindset of it. The fact that we are in a state that is mostly Amish, let's be honest. Yeah, there are a lot of... Like, I used to work, like, for ROTC, I would work, like, a um, a lemonade stand up yeah. at the air show. And I was always surprised because, like, 80% of the people who would show up to the air show were Amish. And I'm sitting there like, are like I get like we're amazed by planes. So for them, they're probably looking at flying sa- What would be the equivalent of flying saucers for us? <laughs> like, Papa, how does it take flight? Huh? We don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> but the thing about uh, Helltown is there's majority stories are surrounded by this school bus, which. The thing about the school bus is apparently it was a group of high schoolers on their way to Boston. And a lady in the middle of the road stopped them because she said a boy was in trouble in a residence nearby. Thank God, otherwise they would have ended up in Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the Boston Tea Party can rehab it anytime, dude. I admire these taxes. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) But, uh... No, the... The lady guided the bus to this supposedly injured boy. When the bus got there, they went into the woods, into this creepy house, and they were surrounded by Satanists that surrounded the bus, and we don't know what happened to anybody afterwards. It's abandoned. For all we know, the cop joined them in or killed them all, <laughs> one way or another. But the whole thing about cults with urban legends is there's some type of realism to it because we know that cults are around all over the United yeah, States. Yeah, it isn't exactly butt eyeballs going on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no slit face woman or... <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It, it's a straight realistic point of view. So a lot of people go out to Helltown to explore it. 
but mostly are met by dead end signs and everything. But the thing that really guides people to Helltown is the Helltown Church, which this church has another whole urban legend on its own. Apparently, people from this church would try to include people into their call, actually making it Satanism instead of being Christian and living off that, um, pretty much trying to manipulate people into thinking that they're joining it for great religious values and because they have good morals and then switching it up to changing them to pretty much psychopaths. Yeah. yeah. Psychopaths, killing people off. Religion's or, a great way to turn people into psychopaths. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was cannibalism involved because cults be like that sometimes. But I'm not going to jump to conclusions on that one, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked to hear it. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, if you are in the state of Ohio, I suggest you either visit Helltown or Gore Orphanage if you're ever trying to go adventure. I know some of you do. <laughs> so Also, there's plenty of, like, just full-on abandoned, like, factories and houses and shit in Ohio. Just even in places that aren't popular, there's a lot. So oh, yeah, definitely. You can do whatever. There's a lot of places that are... There's a... I forget the name of the channel, but there's literally a YouTube channel of some guy that lives in Cleveland, and he's he's pretty popular. He's a ghost explorer. He goes all over Ohio looking at shit, so... I believe it. The thing <clears throat> is, originally, I was going to talk about the Lake Erie and how the Great Lakes is, has their own Bermuda Triangle, but we'll get to that on the next episode. Yes, we will. What? I've not heard about that. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't heard about that. <laughs> I, I haven't. No, yeah. I've yes. been to Lake Erie for catfish in so many times, and I just... There, there's a lot of places around the world that have, like, their own little, like, triangle, like, type areas, and the Great Lakes is one of them. Yeah, they have, are very known for having... Radio disruptions, complete internet failure or Wi-Fi failure. There, there is so many weather up- phenomena that like yes. only happen in that area. Just stuff like that. And I've seen pictures like the weather phenomenons that actually happen in Lake Erie are phenomenal. These are things that you would probably not see anywhere else. So, um, did you have anything else to add about Helltown, or is that about the sum up of? That was the sum up that Helltown. I'm just talking about Lake Erie now, but okay, yeah. If you guys are ever interested in learning more, because th- I studied an article that was talking about that there's over two thousand abandoned ships underneath Lake Erie, no and shit. not mm-hmm. all of them have been discovered. I will use a Ouija board in that church, though. <laughs> Man, you're gonna have some cultists coming over and try to get you to join. Are bro? you guys with me? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't have shit to lose for real besides this apartment. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're broke as hell. If you could please donate $18 trillion. (laughs) Speaking of which, I keep getting fucking Walmart notifications about a trailer showing up to the fucking store. I'm not even clocked it. I haven't been there since... That happened no, the other day. Say, he went, didn't even work last night. Yeah. Why would he even clock out? <laughs> no, I, that only ever happened to me one time when I forgot to clock I out. I literally, I checked my phone. It says I'm clocked out. And I'm still getting trailer notifications. No, I did it all week. I was still on aisle eight. All that shit. Oh Makes no God. sense. We have narrowed down our location so much. <laughs> it's just... 
No, not really. It's still Ohio-based, but... You brought up the Illyria earlier. It doesn't matter. We could just cut it out or bleep it uh, out. Yeah, it we matter. could. We're just, we'll just cover it up with a... Here, here, just... We'll cover it up with that sound effect. Oh, yeah? I mean, even if we don't, they still have to they still have to figure out where we live. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, you have swat me. Even if they do figure <laughs> out where Trent lives, they can't get in. So Yeah, <laughs> even if they find out where we live, they don't know our faces <laughs> yet. Um, I'm a guy named Ed. Good luck. <laughs> Y'all can call me Blackface at this point. <laughs> Mother... Yeah, no. Urban Legends. Spooky, spooky. Oh, um, the, the head cannon that I wanted to give. Yes, add it. Okay, the story about... <laughs> yeah, that was a fucking mid-sentence for Rick Sanchez time. They, they were, uh... The story that I wanted to add was, um... Slenderman. Oh. And he became kind of an urban legend. Like, he started as just, like, a character. But then people started worshipping him. And teenagers started killing themselves for I watched him. a documentary about that stabbing. Yeah, you know, it's weird... But I would like to say my headcanon is that Slenderman is a Naparabu. And after, no, no, hear me out. After the end, like in the game, when he captures you, it just kind of blanks out. It goes, it's crashy screen, what have you. Um, static. Uh, like, we assume you die. But what if in all reality they cut it off there? Because it would be a M for mature rating, because he would turn around, lean over, mm. and show you his butthole eyeball. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, from now on, at least in my head canon, uh, Slenderman has an eye up his ass. I feel like you have a lot more to worry about with the tentacles, but... <laughs> Whoa, let's not have any tentacles up our asses. That's okay, all so, I want. Just, just a side point real quick. Depending on how you classify a tentacle, because by all definitions, the tongue is a tentacle. Mm-hmm. Which is really? weird. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, by the way it's defined, the tongue is a tentacle. It's I'm about just to cut this a, shit off. <laughs> it is a muscular, self-moving, controllable uh, organ with no bones. It, it's a tentacle. It, there's no difference between a tongue and a tentacle. Um, but depending on how far you take that, if you were to consider fingers or toes... Or, and another one that can be self-moving and does not have bones in it. Yadong! They, you could make the case that all porn is tentacle porn. My dong is all way away. (laughs) I like how you're trying, like I see it on Josh's face, he's trying to argue with me. No, it's just like, I swear technically... I, I, your your dick does have a bone in it. Yeah, or else they wouldn't call it a bone. Cause no, it, it, it does. Cause no, it's all cartilage. Johnny Knoxville begs to differ because he's fucking broke it before. Yeah, you can break cartilage. <laughs> you can break your nose. It's not a bone. You ever seen the new guy? You can break hard cartilage. That nigga broke his fucking dick <laughs> in front of the whole school. I don't know. It's all just veins and. Cartilage. I feel like. In fact, it's very common to break your dick having sex. I feel like that one is is harder to. I believe like, that. If it there's slides some... out and you hit her thigh or something. It'll no. just. Listen, there's some aggressive bitches that be right. And you're like, oh my god. All the audience just logged out right there. <laughs> None just like fifty percent. Just all of the uh, men listen. No, one hundred percent. All no. of the men listening. I feel like I feel like that one. The. I feel Wait, like I dick is harder to sell, but I guess you're. In a way, you're right. I just I feel mean, like that one's harder to sell because there's not much movement that goes on with that besides hard, flaccid, hard, Can you not flaccid. flex your dick? I mean, you can, but it, it only flexes so much. Yeah, but it <laughs> still moves. It's not like it's going to full, like, 
I was gonna say I know some people who could do that. And just yeah, I don't think they're built. Just right. do that first thing <laughs> like, that starts how motherfuckers can pop their titties. Mm-hmm. You ever see motherfuckers do that? Yeah, they flex their their biceps. I've seen females do that. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, where like just like rhythmically you can flex them independently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can do that. I mean, it's not like shocking, but yeah. it's like the same thing. Yeah. It, it, there's only so much movement a dick is gonna do. Yeah. Overall, there's only so much movement a tongue is going to do. Overall, like it's still way more flexible line. than a, a no, penis. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just say, "Hey, there is a certain arbitrary line that I have drawn between a dick and a tongue that makes one a tentacle and one not." It, it moves. It moves. Imagine your tongue only had one movement where it just goes straight out your mouth and back in, and that's it. <laughs> you're that's just all lizard you can do with style. It. You just <laughs> no, dead ass. Just a xenomorph at that point. <laughs> <laughs> You just stick it out. It has a little, uh, a little, a tinier mouth on tinier it. Tinier mouth on it. Yeah. You just. Now imagine if that was your dick. <laughs> your, the dickhead opens up and a tinier dick pops out. That's definitely been an alien. That has definitely been a uh, a it, some sort of art on DeviantArt, like for sure. Yo, y'all remember? that? I think we just invented a kink. <laughs> Y'all remember that Family Guy episode? It was early, early, early Family Guy episode where the alien came out on the like side skit and he started talking, mm-hmm. and then his tongue came out mm-hmm. and it started talking. <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. Okay, now that we've gone through all the stuff that got everyone to click off, does anyone have any um, any personal things that they would like to advertise? Because I feel like we're coming nearer to the end here. I would like to let you guys know that I'll be working on my my dubstep EP soon. Oh yeah, you're, you're. I plan to have it released before the spring, so if you guys are ever interested in that, stay tuned. Check out my SoundCloud. This is Trent, by the way. We'll like get somewhere <laughs> probably. If we end up not doing that, then you know that sucks. But you know it's Trent. You can find it. Just look up Trent. Yeah, good ass. <laughs> There's only like three black natives named Trent in my city, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, we're narrowing it down more. Oh, you know what? You know what I just noticed? We were talking about the slip mouth woman and ah, the Joker, what have you. Trent is wearing Joker socks. Hey, hey! (laughs) Just noticing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got Joker socks and Scooby Doo socks. I stay on deck with that shit. Everything matched up pretty well theme wise between everyone. I'm proud of us. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. I wasn't expecting it to go as well, but. Do you have any project ideas? Um. Or anything that you're working on? Nothing that I can talk about. Ooh, nothing wink, wink. you can talk about. That means oh. check out Josh's OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, wait, <boy. laughs> nudge, nudge. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, JoshBigDick.com. <laughs> maybe in the next few episodes, I'll be a... Uh, JoshesEyeballButthole.com. <laughs> no, I'll, be, I'll be promoting some things maybe in the next few episodes. We'll see. I'm not sure yet. I'll, I'll, I'll let it ride out. <laughs> Turns out he has no face. So. <laughs> no, did ass. Just after this podcast, just Josh, who have I been talking to? Just like, no, the perfect time would have been halfway through when I was like, he had no face, and you would just cut it, just be like, like this. <laughs> Yo, the acid must have been kicking in that never took. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ass. never took. You just—it's just waiting in your system for it's the worst been moment. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, as for myself, project, I'm still working on audio fiction and stuff right now. All I, I have it out via teaser for Meta Digital, 
But aside from that, I'm just working on stuff. You don't want to check out Ed's Meta Digital. It's called Whatever Radio on YouTube.com. Check yeah. it out. The, the channel name is Whatever I Radio. fuck with it, and I'm very picky, so I know you should fuck with it. <laughs> You're also, yeah, fair. All right, fine. I mean, I, 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 I was going to say, like, well, I mean, you're my friend, you can't, but I can't really just shoot down, like, the advertisement. Thank Nigga, you. I tell my Thank friends they ugly. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah, taking that attitude from Trent, I, I'm sure he wouldn't be fucking happy about it. So. Listen, I'm too much of a, sass to not, a Sagittarius to not be honest with y'all. <laughs> Trent Check. is a space racist, yes. Uh, it's the only way I live in these streets. <laughs> y'all leave. Y'all Capricorns better not be out past midnight <laughs> after sundown, you know? Yo, Virgo, but, stay away from me unless you're my mother and Rachel. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I think we're about wrapped up here. Fuck. Thank you for tuning in to Nightcrawler's second podcast, or first. You never fucking know. Yeah, Nightcrawler's is what we went with. <laughs> we're not night- as drunk as last time, so I think it came off way better. Was it Nightcrawlers or Nightwalkers? I thought it was Nightwalkers. Nightwalkers, I think, but we... Nightcrawlers might be it. We're worms? We're little worms? <laughs> we're worms so in the crawl, night. They wriggle. Yeah, but that's Listen what they're me. called, Nightcrawlers. We're the X-Men character that you guys forgot about but still love. I thought Nightcrawler is a badass X-Men, X-Men character. I do Facts. like Nightcrawler. Slept on forever. He goes ham. He goes ham and cheese. <laughs> Never heard that one. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you we for are signing on. off. Woo-hoo. Love you guys. Take care. Wait, wait, wait. Hello, everybody. Ed speaking. If you would like to hear more from us, then check out Weebs in the Hood. It's a podcast that Josh does with some friends of his. If you like anime, uh, how it affects culture, pop culture in general, then you'll probably enjoy listening to what these guys have to say. Uh, If you want to find more of me, then I'm currently working on a few different projects and in touch with a few people about a few different things. You can find me on whatever radio on YouTube. Currently, all that's really up on there is a teaser for one of my projects, Meta Digital, which is a audio fiction in a world where someone discovers that they live in a simulation and that witchcraft is hacking into that, basically cheat codes. Uh, Other than that, all music and sound effects has gotten through open source. We would like to do better than that in the future, but this is currently an independent project between three friends that are all just kind of fucked up in the head. If you want to hear more of that, though, then please tune in next time. Uh, We're trying to upload bi-weekly, and we'll see where this goes from there. Thank you very much for listening, and show your support in whatever way you feel is appropriate. Bye.